0: every team every topic everywhere this is believe it's time for TSM Press Box opinions analysis and the occasional awkward silence. Here's your host, Jonah Siegel. Welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Press Road. Jonah Siegel here in Seattle. A uh, overcast, gray, Saturday morning. Um, I'm going to ask this guy whether I should give the date and time. It's an open debate in the podcast world as to whether you should talk about the day in which you're recording. I think it's relevant because then at least you have a, a reference of point. It's Saturday morning after what I would say was one of the craziest 48, 72, whatever hour, like this week, just when you thought we had reached the pinnacle of insanity, this week happens. And uh, it is also the morning of NFL playoffs. I believe there's some hockey inter, we've gotten to the point where intrasquad squad games, ex- there's no exhibition games, but intrasquad squad exhibition games are now all the rage and I am thrilled to have back on the show. Uh, awesome guest, lots to talk about because I've got tons on my mind. Don Collins from the greater San Francisco area. Don, how are you?
1: Doing well, thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: It is, uh, as I said, it's been a crazy week. Um, there, There is, truth be told, there is a lot of noise out there as to whether podcasters should declare date and time that they're recording. I, I think it's helpful. I think uh, if, if, if you and I talk about something today, and something newsworthy about it changes tomorrow, uh, I think it's a good reference point as a broadcast executive, agree or disagree.
1: I agree, you should have date and time and that should be stamped uh, accordingly. Yeah, absolutely. This, the world changes uh, fairly quickly, uh, from January first to January eighth. Look at the uh, uh, look what happened. And yeah. If there was a return policy, I think we'd all be sending it back. Right. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Let's uh, let's take a pause for one quick second here and admit that it is, a you know, it's a, this, this will help with the later discussion, but awesome day to be a sports fan. You've got multiple NFL games today, more tomorrow. Uh, Basketball's going on. Uh, Baseball might be showing signs of an off season life. A couple moves yesterday. Another one I see this morning. Uh, The NHL is coming back. Uh, Lots of stuff going on in sports fans. So if people want to go wager, there are lots of things to wager. I read this morning that you are now going to be able to wager on drone races. I cannot imagine what bad things could occur from that. But (laughs) did you know, Don, That by the way, that you can now sell your tickets before the result is over? There's actually a website where people post their betting stubs before a game showing that like, I bet a hundred bucks. If I hit my Jesus. quadruple trifecta, it's worth 600 grand. And they're like five out of six. So they'll sell it for 10 grand. And people are actually doing it. Like this is actually a thing, like buying bets, oh, right? So Nothing anyways, good can come of that. Nothing good can come of that. Right. <laughs> we, need, we need more things to be able to bet on um exactly so yeah the nfl is on today lots of lots of things going on so if you want to wager your money head over to our friends at betonline.ag take advantage of lots of great signups they're happy to to give you a little bit of a a bump to your your uh, online deposit again that's betonline.ag um tommy lasorda yeah you know ever met him i have you know what he uh was in toronto a lot Mm -hmm. over the years And I used to see him at one of my favorite eateries. I think he probably came whenever he was there. He loved going to the House of Chan on Eglinton. Uh Here's what I was thinking about Tommy Lasorda, and and maybe you'll agree or disagree. When I think Tommy Lasorda, I think of every great restaurant in every major city that does the famous people on the wall. Tommy's in all of them.
1: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It's very sad to see, but I mean, he was 93, heart attack. um, uh, Just glad it wasn't COVID, um, you know, but uh, what a a legacy he has left behind. And I was talking to my my buddy, Seth Everett, um, who kind of met him a couple times. And uh, during a broadcast, uh, Tommy came and ripped him a new one about, (laughs) you know, uh, batting tar or something or whatever and it was he says he he appreciated it he he learned something from it for sure so it,
0: it, it struck me that him dying was a good reminder of what happened in the mm-hmm. World series um tommy lasorda okay. would never have put up with that kind of shenanigan if you will um I don't know if he's, if he's been well enough to talk about it. It'd be interesting to know what his take was on the whole, you know, where, where math, math and statistics meets managing. Yeah, uh, I thought it was interesting that Theo Epstein came out and basically said as he left his team that he takes some responsibility for where the game sits today from an analytics standpoint. Yeah, Kind of like, you know, Trump saying he takes a little bit of responsibility for what happened this week. That will never happen, <laughs> but you get the it's- analogy... Um, yes, That yeah. that role of manager in media, though, um, dramatically changed, right? Like, we, we will not, I don't think, for a very long time, see characters like that. Um, and, and he was really dynamic, and he was colorful. And uh, in your world, you know, it's somebody that, that manages radio shows, and I'm putting radio shows in air quotes because it's more than just radio, Um it's a mess. It's going to be a big gap, not having personalities like that help tell stories.
1: I think we're uh, heading down a path that is um, very disturbing for media companies. And you look at um, my last um, uh, Twitch newsletter that, that went out, um, there's 54,000 media jobs that have been lost in the last three years. And, and there's been a real focus on, on that this the, the number this year, but it's been happening for three years. And it's going Is to continue US,
0: Canada or just us only.
1: Uh, that's us and us and part of Canada, okay. but mostly uh, I, I took mostly us and Canada, the numbers they, they don't really publish them as much as they do here in the States. There's a real, a real challenge uh, that's going to go on because radio companies are just looking at dollars. And, and saving dollars and they are dusting off incredible talent I love talent I I my my bio is or should be I love working with great talent big talent troubled talent uh, that that's my world whoever I love
0: would you be, whoever would you be referring to I cannot imagine
1: well there's <laughs> in, in my twitch world now there's there's way more than I ever worked at it in Toronto or, <laughs> or anywhere else but it's and that's the beauty part is I love the the idea of talent and their talent is left out on the streets in the new radio world I mean you, you even look at uh, Cumulus in the in the post-Trump situation this week Cumulus sends a uh, a note to their manager saying if anybody talks about the uh, election being illegal or and not endorsing what's going on as being legit, they're fired immediately. That was that was. There's fired, no questions asked. This is this is this is a different. This is a real change in where media is going to go, and talent's going to be left on the street. There's there's no question.
0: So, thank you. Let's explore that because um, Bell, your former competitor. Um, had a management shuffle this week. Right, yeah. And um, it's been made known to me that that's step one. And step two is exactly what you just alluded to. And that is that people are going to lose their jobs. Um, some some people have never heard of. Um, that's not to say that they're not worth discussing, but they're not the on-air Again, air quotes, talent. Uh, But I'm led to believe as of late yesterday that certainly on the TSN side, uh, on-air talent is going to be affected. And as you know, your old mothership has let numerous people go.
1: uh, Mm -hmm.
0: And I'm led to believe that more changes are coming. And to the casual fan, as, as we talked about right off the top, there's never been a better time to be a sports fan right now because everything is going on so it seems pretty counterproductive to be letting people go just as things are starting to get going.
1: It's it's bizarre to me too. Is that um, just when it gets really good, and especially coming out of all this quarantine pandemic stuff, that people are paying attention to sports more? That all of a sudden the the voices and the faces that uh, you recognize and warm to in hockey or or, or basketball or just even on the radio are gone. Um, a guy like Mike Wilner, that's, that's, off. hey, I'm the one that suspended him for, for a couple, for a weekend for, for shit going on. But you know what? He is the voice of the Blue Jays and he should still be the voice of the Blue Jays. Bob McCowan should still be the voice of Afternoon Drive in Toronto. It's, it's these decisions that I, uh, hey, I didn't make them, but I, you know, it, it bothers me because they're not there, and I can't hear these people anymore. When I need them most, it's the voices I need the most.
0: Because they're storytellers, and they take the mundane analytics and they break it down. Mm-hmm. Their characters. Yep. And it's a it's a show that we like. Whether we like every episode, no, not every Seinfeld was ten out of ten, but you wanted the story, and you wanted the storytelling. So let me ask you a question because you played a lot with format, not high level format, but timing. When shows started, when shows ended, news break, no news break, updates, no updates. It, it seems to me that, and I look at my, my, more my son because my daughter doesn't care, but my son's 18. I look at him and his friends. They never, like ESPN to them, is completely irrelevant. I mean, we're living here in the States. Um, <laughs> we have access to TSN and sports. Now we, we watch more of that because we like the home team broadcasters. Um, yeah. But game ending and, and waiting for sports center to come on does not happen. Not interested. He gets his highlights from social media throughout the day. Uh, not Twitter. The others, mostly Instagram actually. And Snapchat. Yeah. Um, but the highlight show to me is endangered. It is clearly going the way of the dodo because the younger generation doesn't care. What's gonna replace that? Like, is it just social media and, and what role? Obviously you don't have video, but what role does, what was your thinking in moving news and, and, and updates around? Cause you did it a lot and, and um, you certainly changed things. And I think some of those changes still exist. Like what was the thinking there?
1: Well, the, the, it was also in, in the early stages of social media when we were dealing with this. So people wouldn't find out that Tommy Lasorda died until we told them about it. So we could dictate when that would happen. So that was the, that was the importance of people could wait to the top and bottom of the hour and, or on, on the you know, 20 after when we did it there and uh, 20, 40 and 60. It, so that was that was when radio ruled. Radio, radio is nothing but an outhouse right now. It, it really is. There's, it is so irrelevant. It's painful. Um, these companies that rely on, you know, radio is our world. You're dead. Cumulus is going to declare bankruptcy again. iHeart's going to go bankrupt again. Entercom, they're done. When, when I when I came down here, there were sixteen dollars a share. This morning, they're two twenty. You know, this is, and they rely on radio. Radio's done. They need to do something different. But where I went with updates is we dictated the world back then. We don't anymore. We're playing catch up. You know, by the time we get Tomula sorted um, or that message on the air, social media has complete write-ups on it. It's it's done. It's You've got it from uh, many different sources. And and you're just following along. So, and, and that's where radio right now isn't isn't rele- relevant anymore
0: so let's say it's 2023 yeah we're gonna skip one and two so i think it's a safe bet i got it, i really hope
1: please make it better
0: yes <laughs> that this pandemic thing is behind us enough people have been vaccinated and, and by the way it wouldn't surprise me if it becomes that part of the flu shot that every year you're getting your corona thing yeah um People are going back to work. The commute is happening again. Maybe not the same, but same-ish. Again, we're we're fast-forwarding two years. Are you suggesting that radio doesn't exist?
1: In two years, AM radio will uh, barely exist. Um, FM will be slightly, but it's, uh, it's going to be it's going to be where streaming is now. It's going to reverse. Okay. And it's, hey, we have a stream over here. This is what we're doing. Oh, and by the way, if you're in Philadelphia, uh, we have this FM signal too. Um, it's, it's, going to, it's, it's going to reverse so that it's, uh, the priority is going to be streams, uh, audio, video, and highlight clips.
0: I, I, it, it would seem to me that FM radio completely and utterly miss the boat on streaming. Um I cannot imagine a reason so I don't know why anyone would subscribe if if it's a pay model to any FM radio station right now. Like what 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 do you so the benefit of streaming and paying to stream is no commercials. So if I'm paying for no commercials Spotify, uh, YouTube music, Amazon music, Apple music, have me covered for every genre, type of music I want, including yep. the ability to, to to create my own playlist, let alone find other people's playlists. So why would F why would anyone pay to stream an FM channel in the future?
1: Um I I think there's going to be a few different reasons to stream in the future. You look at um, the cost of FM and AM, you know, transmitters and equipment is is ludicrous, and companies are uh, are finding that. What is? I think it's Sweden that is actually dusted off FM stations now too. So there's no AM or FM in Sweden. I think it's Sweden or Finland. I I forget which one, but uh, it's this is they're moving towards full streaming. In the new world, the I can see teams, um, the San Jose Sharks having their games on a stream through Amazon Prime. And you can decide whether you are watching it, you're actually talking in the chat room with other Sharks fans or talking to the announcers who also reference the chat room. And you're paying five bucks a month and you get all the Sharks games. This is where I think this world is going to go. You've got audio, you've got video, and you've got post games, commentary, everything for Sharks. So if you love Sharks, there you go. If I love the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, I'll be able to go get that exclusively.
0: See, I completely get that. What you're saying makes perfect. Listen, you can do it now. If you subscribe Mm -hmm. to either TuneIn or MLB or NHL, their app, you can, video or audio, you can, at your leisure, because I used to do it, you could only watch or listen to hometown broadcasts. So with the exception of when the Blue Jays came to Seattle because of blackout restrictions, unless I had a VPN, I would have to listen to Seattle broadcasts. But other than that, um the ability for me to listen to hometown broadcasters i can do that today my question was sports and talk i get it howard stern ain't going anywhere i don't care i mean xm can take down their satellites and go completely streaming people will pay for opinion and content the podcast has proven that um the question is is anyone gonna pay for q107
1: If there's talent on the station, yes. And it, that the way radio is going now, there won't be talent. The, so no, the answer is no. The, you won't pay for Q107 because there's I can get that music anywhere for what I'm paying already. What's going to make a difference is um, you, look, you look at a guy like, um, like Drex in Vancouver on yep. Jack FM. Yep. They, there's a talent there. So, yeah, it's the music I love and the music of my world, but he injects something that I can't get on some other station, right. which is that personality, which radio continues to send out the front door, and, which is really bizarre. So, no, I won't, uh, I won't subscribe to Q107. Um, will I subscribe to Jamar on Chum FM? Yeah. Well, Roz and Mocha? yeah it's a it's an entertaining show with some music so as radio continues to um, kill its own you know which that's the whole bizarre thing is you hear uh, and you read from uh, companies here that there's going to be one live person with seven stations in a city one live person on a radio station that frightens me to death and where radio is going as a medium that I love it's it's in the shitter and it's not getting any better because owners keep cutting
0: back. Right. Cause what's bizarre is that music is the commodity. Yeah. Not talent. Talent is actually unique and people will pay for talent. Yep. Cause, cause music is a commodity. Like if you give me the genre, I can find you 30 outlets for you to stream it ad or ad free for basically mm-hmm. nothing.
1: And, and here's the, the, the bizarre part too: is the companies continue to um, fire, furlough, cut back, uh, any way you want to put it, yet they still understand that we need some kind of talent. I got a buddy here in San Francisco that's dying to work full time. In the meantime, he's on five different stations in the United States, different formats, voice tracking middays. So he's at the same time, he's on in five different cities and he loads those tracks up every day. And, and away he goes, he's really just taking four jobs away from other people, but at least, you know, he's trying to make ends meet and pay his bills and pay a mortgage in San Francisco, heaven forbid. So,
0: so a couple rewind questions for you. Um, one, do you have any idea why the Fan 590, Rogers Sportsnet Fan 590, when they publish their shows to podcast networks, which is smart, they do them in massive whole show segments and they're not breaking them down?
1: Uh, no clue. Um, probably easier that way rather than have somebody edit them. Um, Am I the some- only
0: one who thinks that's like really effing annoying? Like, if you have Blair and Deitch on for three or four hours, like give me three three different ones so I can go quickly between them as opposed to me having to manipulate through them to hear the interview that I want to hear.
1: Yeah, the the better way in the new world is um, break them down by the hour and then break them down by the highlight of if uh, what X the person is on. That's what the yeah, which is, do. which is that's that's more intriguing to me as a fan and more... It's the way I would want to listen to something that's coming out that's recorded. So So
0: when I come back to Howard Stern, I will say that 97% of his show to me is unlistenable. It's Porky's radio. And I don't need to hear, I am just not interested. I don't have enough time to listen to him and his buddies talk about their sex lives, drug lives, blah, blah, blah. It just, I, I don't find it funny actually. And I'm not offended by it. I just don't find it funny, but when he interviews somebody, there's nobody better. So I, through XM radio, I can listen to just the interviews and just the music. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, On, on overdrive. I don't need to listen to bits like Jerry's percentages. Don't care. I don't care about Brian Hayes pro line picks. Now when the blue Jays miss out on Francis Lindor on the Lindor trade, I actually want to hear Jeff Blair but I don't want to hear three hours of it. And I don't want to have to go through massive effort to try and find it while I'm walking, listening to my podcast.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree totally in the, in give me the highlights. Uh, I'm the same way with Howard Stern. I'm a you know, subscriber to XM and I'll tune in every once in a while when he's interviewing somebody, I love it. When there's a, especially when there's a music artist on, and right now I get that from the, the clips that are posted on Facebook. And it's the, you know, talking to Pat Benatar before she sings and then her singing and I'll watch that whole nine minute right. episode of it or, you know, I still so one of my my favorite songs of is Don Henley, the boys of summer acoustic version, and I'll watch it every time it comes on Facebook, because that's just, I've never heard that version before and it's just absolutely stunning. And um,
0: there's no technological reason. Like they're not doing it because they don't have the tools. They're doing it because they just don't care. I
1: could be, they could be staffing, uh, but uh, it's a miss for sure. I mean, you would want to send the highlights and audio and video to all in Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, it all, you, you want Blair and that discussion to go
0: everywhere.
1: And then drive them back to your your station, but um, it, it's a miss. I, I agree.
0: Yeah, because to me, Blair is to baseball what Ted Koppel used to be to news, uh-huh. right? Like when, when yeah, the Baseball story that involves the Blue Jays. I want to hear what he has to say.
1: I love Jeff Blair. One of the one of the greatest um, uh, additions to the fan while I was there, and um, even though some said he. He stumbled and, and mumbled over words. Uh, so does Joe Biden, uh, but you know what he represents. And I'll go. Jeff Blair represents baseball, and there's nobody better at it than him.
0: You know, it's funny. You know, I listen to a lot of radio. I, I, I'm I'm just a content whore uh, when it comes <laughs> to this stuff. Um, the voice thing never bought. Like people's. Uh, I'm much more about the content, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I pay much more attention to the interview, the content. Like I don't care about people's voice. Like what's the JT the brick? I think you do some work with him. Absolutely, I know that voice yeah. drives people nuts. Like I don't hear it. Like whatever. Let's uh, JT
1: let was uh, terrific. I hired him in in San Francisco and used to fly him in on on Monday morning from Vegas and fly him home on Friday afternoon to Vegas. And have him up in a hotel because he was uh, he was terrific in middays. And you want to talk a guy that knows his shit? That JT the Brick knows football and the Raiders better than anybody on the
0: planet. Yeah, uh, what, there's what a lot of Canadians question. don't know is that there are some lifers in the business. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, Zig Fergosi is another one. Yeah, like these guys are awesome. Like seriously, like these are seasoned vets who know. You know, they remind me a little bit of Gord Stelic because if you put Gord Stelic on, you said, who did the Leafs draft in 1963 in the 27th round? Not that such a thing exists. He knows. And he's got a story. You talk to these guys about sports, like it'd be great to hear those guys talk about Tommy Lasorda.
1: Because they were fans. They're they're fans of of the team and fans of covering them grew up with them.
0: So So, I'm going to let you take a sip of your coffee for a second. We were talking off air about this, the, uh, the Trumpians, if you will, who, who took to the Capitol Hill. There, there, there's, there's a story going around this week that one of them was a, I believe a police officer, not the one who died um, taking a fire extinguisher to the head. Uh, there's nothing funny about that at all. That's actually really tragic. There's a GoFundMe set up for that poor guy's family. Um, I know they're looking to raise a hundred grand I think as of last night, they were right around 80, which is a really good news story. But there's a story out there about another guy uh, who I also believe is a a law enforcement officer who had the misfortune of having a taser in his pants uh, while while storming the castle, as they say. And uh, apparently reached for said taser. Uh, I don't know what he was trying to do with it, but apparently it went off in his pants enough times to cause him to go into cardiac arrest and die. Uh, Why do I bring that up? I bring that up because I don't know how else to drive into the nether region with our next sponsor. (laughs) New sponsor to the Believe in the Press Row show. Very happy to have them. Uh, I actually have some product here that they've sent me. Um, They are the fine folks at Manscaped. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. I wonder if it makes any difference for this poor guy whether he was hairless or full of hair when the taser went off. Well, he's uh, hairless just, now. <laughs> on they've just now released the new and improved lawnmower 3.0. Get 20% off today and free shipping. Uh, with the code PRESS, that's P-R-E-S-S, as in press row, at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off, free shipping, the new and improved Lawn Mower 3.0. We all know you want it, and hell yes, you need it. Uh, 20% off, free shipping at manscaped.com, use code PRESS. Um, So I just finished Doug Smith's book, We the North, Uh, which is a review of um, the Raptors since existence. And I I typically read on a Kindle during the day and an iPad at night. I like that I can sync between the two of them. Uh, My kids have an Audible account, which is brought to you by the fine folks at Amazon. And um, so I get like X number of free downloads a month. So I saw that Matt Devlin, friend of the show, the voice of the toronto raptors reads the book i thought that was a pretty interesting combination so i decided to download it i'm here to to tell all of you listening both of you um that <laughs> it's actually really important to me that you listen to the book um if, if if you're here listening to the show and you read either my our tweets or the website you're into this space and you like the personalities. This is one of the most important books from a sports media perspective that's come out in a very long time. Um, And it talks about the transition that you kind of alluded to a second ago, and that is that the fine folks that we talked about are actually sports fans. And there are a lot of people who have gone out of their way in building careers in trying to define themselves as being everything but a fan. they don't care about the outcome. They're not rooting. Uh, I, I believe that one Barry Davis. I'm not sure whether it was your during your time or not. Uh, rumor has it that he is no longer employed there because he was seen as being too much of a fan. Um, Howard Berger, I think, is no longer in the business because he could he gave up his position as a fan. You know, he used to be the Maple mm-hmm. Leaf fanboy, and then he became very <laughs> negative. Um, Doug Smith, and I haven't talked to him about it yet, but it is apparent that he is a basketball fan and he admits in the book um, and tells stories in the book about his friendships and relationships with people in the game and his enjoyment and his hair standing up when the, when the, when the rafter, when the uh, banner goes to the rafter, You, you don't have those relationships. You don't profess those things without being a fan. And the slippery slope and the awesome access that we all love of social media i would suggest is killing that off at a rapid and alarming pace and we fans are going to suffer from lack of coverage as a result
1: yes <laughs> it was a great one the uh you should do a commentary on one of these uh, radio stations the uh uh I would have trouble um, hiring somebody that's not a fan, and, and I'll tell you the reason why is that the, you've, you've got to be a fan of some sort. The world of, of journalism is dust. Come on. I mean, if you want one version of politics, you go to CNN. You want the other one, you go to Fox. It's, a it's a simple as that. It's a commodity. Absolutely. And, and they're all in it for the same reason, is how can we gather as many people that believe what we're doing in order to um, get ratings and sell revenue? So is it any different in radio? Like Howard Berger, yeah, great fan. Still does a great blog, by the way, uh, on Leafs and history of Leafs. And it's the, uh, the idea of you want people like that because they're passionate about what's going on. Do they get upset when uh, the Leafs lose? yes that's good and they maybe they'll be a little critical because they know better than the average fan and and I would uh I have no problem with I have no problem with it at all in fact I embrace it and I'm glad he's coming out as a fan of basketball and and the Raptors and you know when that banner goes to the ceiling if if you don't if the hair on your neck does not stand up maybe you shouldn't be doing this
0: so it comes back to cuts because, you know, and, and I'm a big fan of the athletic. I think they actually put out absolutely phenomenal yeah. content hats off. Like I, I genuinely truly mean this when I say it, I hope they make it. Like I hope the business model proves out, but it better not prove out to the point where guys in San Francisco don't need to go to Seattle because the Seattle athletic guys got it covered. It is, you know, we're gonna get through this pandemic, but we need to have these media and I never believed it until I listened to the book, but media members need access to players and executives need to end these shenanigans and they need to, you know, Smith talks about it in the book, That it used to be back in the day that he could walk into the locker room an hour before the game and he could chit chat with anybody. These havens that exist where the players can now sit off eating dinner or they're on their phone and they don't give a flying you know what because they can control the message. Uh, The same way the president did, right? We haven't really had a press briefing in how long. Um, it's, It's a bad thing. It's actually a bad thing. It is not good fan experience. Players only controlling the message. We had Gary Lawless on a couple of weeks ago. Teams only controlling the message is mm-hmm. not a good thing for fans. And while they might be controlling costs, the end result is shitty and they are going to lose generations of fans in between because the best storytellers aren't going to be able to tell stories.
1: The, uh, I'll go against you a little bit there. Um, any player that is playing right now um i really didn't care to have them on except for their name to say that they're going to be on they never say anything relevant they never say they they never say hey i'm going to go after so I'm and so, here, so and i
0: don't get fined
1: absolutely it's all it's it's a waste of air time but hey when you could say that uh sydney crosby is going to be on hockey central uh it brings in listeners because they want to, in and, and he'll get through 10 minutes and do his thing nothing good ever comes from having a a player on now player after the game. This is where they restrict them because they always have something to say about some ref that screwed them over. Their coach didn't play them at the right time. Quarterback didn't, uh, didn't look at me the right way. You know, it's, it's, they always have something. So they protect that. And um, you know, hopefully it would be nice to have uh, somebody inside or close to that locker room to hear that and to to bring it out uh we're not going to you know there'll be leaks and things like that just like there's leaks coming out of the White House you know there'll, there'll be somebody that will will do it but they'll lock that down look at the Leafs you never see you never hear much shit coming out of the locker room because it's protected and if somebody leaks
0: it they're gone simple as that yeah I, I'm so. not talking of listen like I'll listen to Jeff O'Neill and and Jamie McLennan and and Ray Ferraro and former players. Yep. Kirk Hayhurst. Um, I'll listen to former players all day long. Uh, Mike Johnson's become really good. Um, But it is apparent to me, I don't care if they go in with microphones or not, the ability for the storytellers to have access to the story is critical. And if that's going the way of the Dodo, we got a big problem here. And I am, I'm just, my sports to me is about the story and the, and the personalities. Uh-huh. And if, if if the media is not getting access to the players to have those relationships, to be able to tell the story after the fact, uh, this is going to create a disjointed fan base in general, that is not good. That is not, uh, I'm not holding on for yesterday, but part of what makes sports so compelling is that and the personalities, those personalities don't come out of games. No.
1: I agree with you, uh, but I'm afraid to say that's the way it's going.
0: And it's going to be less
1: and less covered. It's not going to be more. And the messages are going to be controlled. They're going to be tighter. And they'll be through a media rep, or um, the coach. One one of the one of the great um, guys that just goes off down here is Steve Kerr mm-hmm. uh, for the Warriors, and says whatever he wants politically, um, socially. I mean, he is his life has oh, been his Twitter account uh, is must follow. Oh, absolutely, and and what he says, uh, um, you know, about going to the White House, about politics. Um, about racism and uh, diversity and is, is amazing. He's one of the, one of the best. So yeah, please follow him. He's great. But that's, that's one of the exceptions. Um, is, what, is What's t- his
0: policy? What's his policy on access to the team for reporters?
1: Um, we'll see. That was with the, when I was at 95, seven, the game, we brought the Warriors over from KNBR for the, we were the only, first time in 40 years that the Warriors changed broadcast teams. And um, it was, our access was uh, limited, uh, more limited than the other guys because next generation was, okay, uh, doors are closed here. Um, uh, our broadcasters flew on the plane, uh, which, was, which was fine. Um, however, there was an understanding that um, if something's coming up, we run it by PR and, and making sure that, uh, and you know, there were, Hey, when I was there, it was, it was the good days of the warriors. there wasn't much bad going on. It was just damn good basketball and championships, which is great and a new stadium and, you know, rich owners and, uh, you know, Steph Curry, you know, so it wasn't, there wasn't anything bad, uh, which was, which was fine. Now. I, I don't know. I mean, last year was awful. And uh, and this year, you know, coming along okay, but uh, they're a 500 team. But the uh, there there wasn't there wasn't restrictions, but we knew uh, also as a program director, we knew you have to play your cards right. You know, if you're going to go on and say uh, Draymond Green X, and you you, you don't you don't want to surprise the team, right? You don't want to be you know all of a sudden that's on on a morning show is. Draymond on green and this story um that's that's going to create more work inside the warriors which you don't want to do and it's going to piss them off mm-hmm. so you you appreciated the access you had we were pretty good we could get a player here and there steve kerr would come on uh with the guys and uh, it was it was fine but um you know that was a, that was a relationship i cherished and uh was very proud of for sure but i don't think what you're saying it's not going to get better it's going to get worse and um the coverage uh you'll you'll be thankful for the coverage you have today compared to what it's going to be in a year year and a half from now it's going to get a lot less
0: yeah it's not good
1: no it's Let's, not
0: uh, let me leave you with this because you've been very kind with your time so, i gotta go to costco you know sorry say that again i, you, I have to go to costco Just don't take your gun and please wear a mask, (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Uh, Yes. (laughs) All right, so let's play a game. All right. We've not talked about this. You're not prepared, so here we go. All right, great. You're landing back in Canada. You're landing back in Toronto. (laughs) You can hire anybody you want to be on your new radio station. All talent is available to you. Give me your lineup.
1: Sports station or music station? Sports.
0: All right. Who's in your, who's your morning drive?
1: Greg Brady and Mike Richards together. And uh, an inserted, and, and a female to be figured out. I have uh, four or five, but, uh, but those would be the main, main two.
0: And what are the hours of the show?
1: Hours of the show are either five to nine or six to 10. Let's go uh, six to 10 because more people are working from home and they don't need to get up that early.
0: Do you have an update person?
1: Notice, notice that I Mike Richards and Greg Brady. I heard you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. I
1: heard you. Powerful, powerful. Wow. Two of the two who I believe, and I've, I've never worked with Mike Richards, uh, And uh, he was, he was in the company for a while in Rogers when I was uh, at the fan and, uh, but I have a lot of respect for him. And um, I believe his, uh, his personality, his knowledge, his his brashness, uh, the ability to guy talk is tremendous. And I would, I think he would be spectacular on a station like that.
0: Well, wow, they're, both, they're both 98 years old, so there's no problem getting them up to do a 6 a.m. radio show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: getting them to take a piss anyway. Might as well go to work. <laughs>
0: is there a update person? Uh, I, the
1: third wheel in there would be the update person, uh, but they would be... It um, would be a she. It would, it, would be, uh, it would be a she, yes.
0: Who are the four names will you share? No.
1: Well, that's no. not
0: very nice.
1: Okay. i don't have it kind of i don't have it kind of worked out you're, okay. you're hitting me off of it okay so there okay. you go
0: so, so six to ten all right who's taking all over right.
1: 10 o'clock 10 o'clock is blair okay jeff blair absolutely Ten to ten to ten to noon for sure
0: Okay.
1: um could be 10 to one in in baseball time
0: is he flying solo
1: he is flying solo most of the time however there's a um There's, there's a secondary person that jumps in every once in a while. Uh, could be for updates or social media or, um, just to, just to help them out a little bit, but solo. Absolutely.
0: And and we're insisting that the Blair shows start with a Blair monologue.
1: Each hour should start with a Blair commentary. That was one of the things we worked on when he came to the fan and he's gold at it i mean it's just he's a great fantastic yeah absolutely
0: all right so we're either at 12 or one o'clock
1: okay we're at one o'clock
0: okay i assume that if it's not baseball season you might be doing some type of hockey show from 12 to 1 then
1: yeah it could be yeah
0: okay yeah Yeah.
1: and then uh one to four is is back to tim and sid being radio only um uh, I think Tim and Sid's best days on uh, on Sportsnet were when they were radio only, and uh, it was uh, the mix of the guy talk and sports. And uh, um, now I've been missing from the market for a few years, so you know that could could have changed. But I uh, there's a reason why I brought Tim and Sid in, and that was for that uh, that guy talk plus sports, plus that flair in the mid, in leading into Bob. I wanted a younger audience to lead into Bob and, you know, hopefully that young audience would get used to Bob and, um, and, and more of that into drive. So
0: So I assume that safe assumption then that Bob is your drive home guy.
1: No, I hate Bob. No, (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. yes, absolutely. It's, it's, it's a, uh, I think it's a shame that he's not on and um, uh, that he, pardon me?
0: Is he flying solo on this show?
1: No, I don't think so. Um, He would would have a co-host. Yeah, Mm
0: he, yeah. So it's interesting to note that you've left most of the, you've left the entire TSN lineup off your station. And with the exception of a female, third wheel in the morning, you have no women on that show either. Uh,
1: Yeah, I think there's a, there's, there's places to add. And, um, you know, I, I do think there's a a, a, a great opportunity to do exclusive basketball shows and hours. Um, I would look for diversity and females, um, in, 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 within shows and within guests. Um, We haven't talked about supporting lineup and back end and people covering these teams where I think that's a really, really great opportunity to, to get these people on. Um, I also believe that their world should change in that it shouldn't be just radio. It should be on a video platform where reporters are reporting in on a zoom call that you can watch. So if it's a female reporter coming in, that you get the video of, and, and everybody is on. Everybody's on video all the time. And that's, you know, hey, the world I'm working in right now with Twitch, this is the new world where it's going. And it's incredible that more stations haven't adopted to it, but it's, uh, it's coming. And it's, it's, it's a steamroller. I'm, I'm working with major radio and media companies here in the States. That are converting entire radio stations from audio only to audio video participation in chat room communities, and it's working. It's working really well. So that's where I think it's a, we expand in that way.
0: Well, you always bring awesome insight and opinion. Uh, love having you on. Love chatting, as I knew, as I know both people listening do. <laughs> I hope, <laughs> nice. that, uh, I hope that you and your family continue to stay well. Um, Thank you. You too. Sounds like California is a little bit on fire right now with Corona. I hope, I hope that stops. It, it's really surprising when the whole world went on vacation for Christmas, that the numbers have spiked. I'm very, very surprised to see that.
1: Yeah. Pretty crazy. The um, uh, yes, I hope um, thing, the vaccine comes around quickly. My wife got it yesterday. Oh, nice. Um, so she, she's a nurse. And, uh, so she, she got her first vaccine and, um, so we're hopeful that, um, it comes around quickly, but I mean, Hey, there's, there's 40 million people in California. It's going to take a while to get to me. So let uh, me they'll and,
0: get it done faster than they get Canada done.
1: Well, um, I don't know, but, uh, you know, I, th- I think when Biden comes in and his promise of hundred million uh, or a million a day for a hundred days. Uh, he's got a lot of work to do to get to that. That's for sure. So
0: stay well, be well, and, uh, we will see you next time in the press row. Thanks, Don.
1: I right, am nice. Nice talking with you. Take care.
0: Thank you for listening to believe.